Hello, and welcome to Cancer Conversations on Talking Facts. This is your host, Dr. Jennifer Hunter, Assistant Director for Family Consumer Sciences Extension at the University of Kentucky. Today, I'm pleased to be joined by Dr. Pamela Hall, the Associate Director of Population Science and Community Impact in, at the University of Kentucky Marquee Cancer Center and an Associate Professor of Behavioral Science in the UK College of Medicine. Welcome, Dr. Hall. Thank you. Good morning. It's great to be here. So today we're going to share with our listeners about a tool and a resource that has been developed through Marquee, and that is the Kentucky Cancer Needs Assessment. And I'd just like to get started today. If you could explain to our listeners, what is the Kentucky Cancer Needs Assessment? Yeah, so we got together with a group of partners that includes the Kentucky Cancer Registry here, the Health Department, American Cancer Society, University of Louisville, and Foundation for Healthy Kentucky. And we could, so we got this committee together and said, you know, instead of each of us doing our own individual needs assessments, how about if we put all, all of our heads together and made a nice statewide comprehensive needs assessment so we can see, you know, what is the story of cancer in Kentucky right now? And most importantly, how can we rewrite the story? So we really looked at, you know, let's get all the data together that we need both, you know, social factors that influence people's lives, our behaviors, what are the cancer rates, and where are there opportunities to make things better? Where can we take action to change and rewrite the story of Cancer Kentucky? So we have a nice PDF report that you can download with really great graphics that make it super easy to understand the data. And then we also have a really cool web portal um, called Cancer in Focus, where you can, you can customize the data you want to look at. You can create maps, county maps, area development district, census tracts. You can pick which indicator you want to look at and look at cancer rates, look at screening rates, look at education levels. And so you can drive, you know, drill down to your county and see what your county's data is and, and you know, really customize. And you can put on top of it, like, where do we have lung cancer screening locations? Where do we have mammography locations and different types of things. So it's really meant to um, help all organizations across the state have information at their fingertips so they can customize and plan what programs that they're working on to really respond to the needs and target where we have the needs. But also anybody can use it, like I said, to, to see what's going on in their own community. And the website address is? Yes, it's kycancerneeds.org. Kentucky Cancer Needs, but it's kycancerneeds.org. And for our listeners, we'll make certain that it is linked in the show notes so that you can go back and reference it. We were chatting a little bit before we started recording. And for our podcast that goes out to local communities all across the state of Kentucky, that I could see this as being a really useful tool locally for, for different groups. And as you talked about the story uh, that can be told and um, the impact of cancer in Kentucky and on the people of Kentucky. Can you tell us a little bit about prevalence rates in, in Kentucky for different types of cancer? Yeah, so we, we do have the unfortunate fame of having the number one highest cancer incidence and the number one highest cancer mortality in the country for overall cancers. So there's a huge need to, to focus on cancer in Kentucky. But if you look at some specific cancers, the ones where we really have the biggest needs, we are the top five in the country, either for new cases or for deaths, uh, for lung cancer, colorectal cancer, oral cancers, um, cervical cancers, and melanoma are some of the big ones that stand out. 
Um, and, you know, those are all associated with some risk factors that we can actually take action to prevent those cancers. So that, that's, that's the good news. There's things we can do about them. You know, they're either, they're either linked with tobacco, we have the second highest smoking in the country, or they're, they're, and radon is also with lung cancer. You can, you can do radon mitigation in your home to prevent exposure to radon. Uh, obesity, we have the, we have among the top five lowest level of physical activity, <laughs> highest level of inactivity. So we, you know, really got an obesity and, and we're, we're, I think number seven in obesity. So pretty high in obesity as well. So that, you know, cold, that contributes to colorectal cancer. Um, HPV vaccine can prevent oral cancer and cervical cancer that were in the top five for and melanoma, you know, UV, UV radiation from the sun causes that. So there's, there's, that's the good news is we can do something about these, about preventing these cancers. Are there certain groups or populations that may carry a heavier burden or be at a higher risk of developing certain cancers? Yeah, that's a really good question. That, that is definitely the case. When we look at patterns across different groups, we see a, a higher burden of cancer overall and for a lot of specific cancers in rural areas and in Appalachian counties in Kentucky. Uh, they are higher than the, the state overall. And we also see higher rates overall and for certain cancers uh, for the black population and the Hispanic population in the state for certain cancers. But, you know, a lot of the kind of particularly the geographic disparities that we see that the, the heavier burden in rural Appalachian, that is really um, driven a lot by poverty and also access to care. And so we, we've talked a lot about maybe what um, are certain factors or behaviors that could make individuals more susceptible. Do you see any movement in any of these metrics improving? Yeah, so we, you know, we really focus on um, ways that we can, that people can prevent cancer and ways that they can detect it early, you know, with screening. Um, so, but one, one good factor, you know, talking about healthcare access is that we actually have low, uh, a low rate of uninsured in the state. We only have 6% people without insurance in the state. Um, and that's, that's compared to 14% in the U.S. So we do have some advantages in terms of healthcare access. At the exception of the Hispanic population, it's 23% uninsured. So that, that is a, a population that needs more access to healthcare but we've seen some improvements in smoking over time, you know, from we've gone from 27% to 21%. So it's going down now one in five, got to keep getting that down. And, <laughs> and in lung cancer screening, uh, we've seen really great progress. That, that is a relatively new screening. It just became approved in 2014 and was actually covered by insurance in 2015. And so we had a really nation, a statewide push and through our, we, we coordinate the Kentucky Cancer Consortium, which is a statewide cancer coalition for the state. And through that coalition, we galvanized partners together and started creating different collaborations and initiatives. And all those partners together have made a difference. We, we had among the you know, fastest growing lung cancer screening rate in the, in the country. And now we're the second highest in the country. You know, I just talked about all the things we're the top five worst in. And this is one thing that we're among the best in. We're the second best in the country for lung cancer screening. And it's exciting to be able to to share to share positive statistics as well. Yeah. And and as we as we talk about that, it can be difficult to kind of move the needle or move things in a positive direction. And I think that that's probably one of the benefits of, of the needs assessment is that it can help communities prioritize to be able to, um, to move in a positive direction. Can you yeah. share a little bit with us about the community priorities? 
Yeah. So, you know, we, we, we pull this data together with like, we, there are so many needs. <laughs> we have less high rates. We have, you know, you know, behaviors that need to change. We have so many, so much to work on. How can we prioritize what to work on? And so, you know, the data are informative, but we also need to hear from people in the community, the people who every day in all the local communities across the state who have different experiences and, you know, have to weigh lots of priorities in their lives. So we wanted to hear from everyday people as well, and also the community organizations that are delivering programs in the community. So um, we gathered together 50 people from across the state, um, participated in focus groups, and then we also um, invited them and 100 community organization members to participate in an online prioritization activity where they got to rate all of the different needs, the list of needs, and rate them by how important they were and how easy they are to address. And so based on those different ratings, we sorted out you know, where, where we have the biggest opportunities of high need and high opportunity to, to actually make an impact. So the ones that really stood out were number one, social factors that influence our health overall. And that some I mentioned like poverty, uh, racial and ethnic um, inequalities, rural and Appalachian inequalities and disadvantages. So those are some of the sort of um, social areas that we wanna help for health for equity and, and to help everybody have an opportunity to have a healthy life. And then number two, risk reduction prevention. So the key is something I mentioned, smoking, obesity, HPV vaccine, environmental exposures people are very interested in. And also what are new ways that we can prevent cancer? So there has to be more we can do as well. So that's where research comes in to discover those new prevention strategies. Number three, early detection. And I, I mentioned lung cancer screening. We're doing pretty well, decently well in colorectal, breast, and cervical, kind of average. We still have work to do, especially in Appalachian areas. But lung cancer screening is really the big priority because even though we're second best in the country, we're, we're still in 18%. Oh, wow. Okay. Because it's so new, there's <laughs> so much work to do still. So that's a big priority. Number four is treatment. Um, one, improving access to care and quality of care. So like we work with cancer programs across the state to make sure they're given the latest, greatest, everything that they can to their patients. And we need more research on creating new treatments, more effective ways to, to save people who have cancer. And then number five is support for people who are living with cancer, going through a cancer journey. So that's addressing those things like access to care, transportation barriers, other, you know, needs that are happening in your lives and, and supportive services. So you're, you know, a lot of experience we heard from, from people in focus groups of having just dealing with that mental stress of the cancer experience, both as the patient and the caregiver. So really need um, more access to supportive services. So those are the high priorities that stuck out um, in those five areas. So if an individual is listening and they want to learn more or they want to become more involved or want to understand more about how the needs assessment will be used or could be used, how can they, how can they do that? How can they become more involved? Yeah. Well, one thing is you can go, if you'd like to look at data and pretty pictures and visualizations of, of data, you can look, go to kycancerneeds.org. You can download the report. You can look at the um, district, district level profiles and play with the map. Um, but also if you want to get involved beyond that, um, like I mentioned, we, we coordinate the statewide consortium. You can go to kycancerc.org. That's for the Kentucky Cancer Consortium kycancerc.org. And right there, there's a place to, line up, uh, to sign up for the Wednesday's Word newsletter. So it's an email newsletter that goes out every week with great resources and news and everything. And also we, um, we coordinate with the University of Louisville 
the statewide Kentucky Cancer Program, which has staff in each area development district that live in each region. Um, they work very closely with the cooperative extension agents in each community, a very similar approach. So they have uh, partners in each region. So you can go to the Our Kentucky Cancer Program website as well and see who is your local uh, regional staff person for Kentucky Cancer, Cancer Program and reach out and, and connect with them as well. And the, the website for that is kycancerprogram.org. <laughs> a lot of cancer cancer websites. <laughs> Excellent. And Dr. Hall, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, just a reminder for our listeners that we will have all the websites linked in the show notes so you can easily go in and find that information. Thank you. Thank you so much.